Okay, uh, we're learning the Apnon. We're starting from the bottom line of the Testament base where the Gemara says Itmar. So we've been discussing the halacha, the different quality of lands that a person collects from, obviously collecting always the same value. The question is just how do you collect your value? You collect your value from a smaller, uh, compact piece of land that's superior or from a medium-sized uh, land, which is in the middle, or from an inferior land, you have to collect a lot more land. And always the preference of a person is to collect from the bar- from the Idis, from the superior land. So a person would always rather have a smaller compact area than a larger inferior area. So we got into this. We are talking about all the things that are taken to Olam. So we discussed that opening line of our mission that Isaac can collect from Idis for taking to Olam. Then we said that a creditor generally co- collects from Benunis. And then we had the line in the Mishnah that Exubus Isha is collected from the Ziburis, from the most inferior stuff. So there's two different types of collections that a woman might make. A woman might be collecting when she's divorced. She's collecting from her uh, live ex-husband's estate if he doesn't have any cash. Or it could be where she became widowed and she's collecting from the Yarshan, from the heirs, from their estate. So the Mishnah says Exubus Isha always collects from Ziburis. And we're trying to understand what is that case. So Marzutra gave us a little bit of a theory that the halacha that is from Zibur is, is only when you're collecting from Yisomim. Yisomim, we see that generally there's a takana that whenever anyone's collecting from Yisomim, we see a general idea that we're a little bit more lenient with them and that uh, we only collect from Ziburs, and that might be why we're more sympathetic towards them and the Ksubas Ishwan be Ziburs from she, but if she was divorced and she's collecting from her ex-husband who's alive, his estate, then in that case, Marzutra was saying, you don't collect from Ziburs, rather she collects from Bainunas. So we had some questions, wasn't so clear. Uh, one of the cases that we came out with a question we had to defend that was talking about in Ari, the guarantor for Aksuba. And we came out a whole interesting thing that the guarantor for the Aksuba, so, um, so, so, so he, 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 in, in, he, he always guarantees what he thinks would happen uh, if, the person, if the person himself, the person himself that he's backing up, he always guarantees in the way that he thinks the payment would be made for the person he's backing up. So the Gemara was trying to make the argument that he was... Um, that he was thinking specifically about giving only his inferior lands. He was thinking about more about the case of the person dying, not about the case of the person being divorced. And that's why if there was an RA for the Ksuba, then it was collected from the guarantor. It would only be from uh, the inferior stuff. That's what we got into. But then we got into a general idea. Is there really such a thing as a guarantor for Ksuba? So let's just go over now and we'll plunge forward. It says, If you have an RA, for Aksuba, everybody agrees you don't have to honor your guarantee. If you're a regular art, which means a regular co-signer, it's not like, I'm not a primary guy, I'm not gonna send you my money to collect, I'm not the borrower, it's just more, I'm a backup. You know, I'm a backup if, if, if something goes wrong and, and, and the person I'm backing up doesn't end up paying you, then you come to me and then I'll have his back. So if you're just a regular old Arif and it's Aksuba, everybody agrees you don't have to honor your guarantee, meaning even though you signed, you signed that you're gonna be a backup. It's not, you don't have to honor it. It's an incredible thing. We're going to see that we assume people weren't serious. We assume that you didn't really genuinely think that you were going to have to pay or that it was necessary for you to pay. And therefore, even if you signed your name, you just wanted it, the shidduch to go through. Like you saw, uh, you know, a few hundred dollars, a few thousand dollars maybe holding up this beautiful wedding. You said, you know what? Okay, put my name there as the guarantor. You know, go through with the wedding already, guys. But you didn't actually genuinely think that you needed to back it up. And therefore, if it ends up being that, that, that the husband doesn't have money to pay, the wife cannot come to the guarantor and to collect. That's for a regular Arabic Suba. Says the top of the Gemara, Kablan, if I put together a stronger, a stronger form of a guarantor, a Kablan, a Kablan, um, he has greater amount of sin, uh, sin, uh, sincerity for what he's doing. First of all, 
the Kabbalah you can go to even if the borrower doesn't default. Like the the Kabbalah the basically, he's such a strong level of acceptance is that he's basically saying, come to me. Like, I'm good. You come to him, come to me. It's as if I'm the borrower. You know, so that's a stronger level of commitment. And if it's for, and if it's being done for someone who's borrowing money, everybody agrees that then you could go to him. However, there are two cases where there's a dispute. Arif de Bachov, a simple level of a guarantor just for, for a creditor, but Kabbalah de Ksuba, or the higher level before Ksuba, please, here there's a dispute. There's one opinion that says, that even if the borrower doesn't have property at the time, the, the loan, the, the debt was guaranteed, he meant it. He meant it seriously. One opinion says, In these cases, the guarantor only comes obligated if the borrower had property, but not if he didn't have property. So we're including, we're now we're, we're, we're bringing up even just one more variable. That if he had money, and you think of yourself just as more of a backup, because the guy has money at the time of the guarantee, then, then there's more to say that you, you were really mishabbat yourself. All I was doing was making myself a backup. But if, if, the, guy, if, the, guy, if the guy doesn't have any money, then it seems a lot harder to see like genuinely a person just makes himself like a debtor. Like, well, you know, like, why are you doing that? You know, if I probably just be trying to push through the deal, he didn't genuinely want to, want to pay back the money. So in these two cases, uh, there will be a dispute. Arif de Balchov and Akabon Liksuba will be a dispute. Says the Marvel, so what's the rule? Bakula in all the cases that we said, I've got the lesson of the guarantor, because obligated even though the debtor did not have property. Barm Arif Diksuba, except for the case in Arif Diksuba. By an Arif Diksuba, even if he had, he had money, the husband of Gavdi Islay, Lo Mishdavid. My time, and finally now we get to the, the root of it. Why is it that an Arif Anaksuba is harder to, for us to see that he was genuine than an Arif of a, of a regular creditor? The answer is. Because first of all, he's doing a mitzvah. He's helping them get married. You know, it's helping them, encouraging them to get married. And second of all, she's not losing anything. What an amazing svara. When you're backing up a loan, you're backing up somebody's loss. Somebody's lending money, giving away money because of you. So then you mean it seriously. You don't back something up unless you're serious. But in the case of the woman in the ksuba, she's not losing anything. She's not lending money. She's entitled to a ksuba payout if the marriage is terminated. It's not a question of loss. It's not a question of loss, then you might not genuinely think that he, you know, I really have to back it up. I'm just trying to push through the wedding. That's all I'm trying to push it through. I don't genuinely care about, about, about the money over here. So therefore, there's a svara that in Ari by Ksuba is not genuine. And the Gemara is saying to the extent that even if the husband had money, if you put yourself just in Ari by Ksuba, there's no, there's no shibut at all. It doesn't go. It doesn't go. The only things you can make is if I have a kablan a kablan of a ksuba, that could work. And as the Gemara says, we paskin even though the husband doesn't have money. If it's a kablan, the stronger thing, then there would be a shibut. And then there's already, if the lower thing would exist, only by a bachof, where we assume you're sincere because the person was spending money. All right, so now we get back to Marzutra's statement. Again, Marzutra was saying that a divorced woman collects her ksuba from her ex-husband's land, she doesn't only get from Zibur, she gets even from Bain. We could refute Marzutra. Let's go back to the very reason for our takana that the ksuba is collected from Zibur. The price it gives a reason for it. You know why? A creditor collects from Bain Whereas the woman collecting her ksuba is only Zibur. Very strong sociological point. More than men want to get married, women want to get married. So therefore... Remember, the whole reason why we, uh, why we upgrade the creditor to Benonis is why? Because we want to encourage a lending system. 
But here, we don't have to encourage the marriage system. Every woman will want to get married. So we don't have to upgrade her collection in any way. We can leave her in the most inferior land. They'll still want to get married. The men have the leverage, not the women. So they, what do I see? I see very clearly, if you think it's only Zibur's when you're collecting from the heirs, then it's a different point. It's because you're collecting from the heirs. You see, from here, it's not that way. It's not about the fact that you're collecting from the Arshim. Even if you're collecting from the ex-husband's estate, in the case of divorce, the halacha would be the same. The halacha is that Ksubas Isha is always collected from Zibur's, and that's the reason. Again, now we understand the reason. It doesn't make a difference who you're collecting from. The point is, Chazal had no reason to bump up what she collect from because the men have all the leverage she's going to want to get married anyways. All right. So now that we're done with that, that's the maskana, vada, even if she's collecting from her ex-husband. All right. Now we get into the halacha of collecting, collecting from Yarshim. The Mishnah went on to say, seemingly, that all things, when it, no matter what it is, Balchov or Idis, when you're collecting from Yarshim, it's always Zibur's. So the Gemara gets into this. Not so simple. Let's say there's a document. Right? It says that the father owed money. And now you're collecting from the orphans. The orphans inherited the properties. You're collecting from them. Even if it says specifically that the lender could collect from superior land. So meaning, normally Balchov collects only from average land. But let's say it said explicitly in the Shtar, you know, we're making the deal here that if you don't have liquid and I'm collecting from the land, I'm collecting from your superior land, you'd have to honor that, right? That's part of the conditions of the loan. But when you're collecting from the Yarshim, even if that was the condition of the loan that the lender can collect from superior land, in know, Zibur's. If you're collecting from Yarshim, you only collect from the inferior land. Big Yisai. In other words, we're so sympathetic. We have so much pity for the Yarshim. And that idea that you only collect from them, from the Zibur's, is true even if the condition of the loan was to collect from superior land. Amar let's bring a support to this. Normally a creditor collects from average land. Yet, if you're collecting from Yisomim, it's only from the inferior land. So, a voluntary stipulation shouldn't be any stronger than the Iker Adin. Just like the Iker Adin, you normally collect from Benonis, but from, Yar, but from the Arshim, the creditor only collects from, from, from Ziburis. So too, if you made a voluntary stipulation that I'm going to pay you back from Idis, but if it goes down to the Yarshim, then they only have to give Ziburis. Very clear. Says the Marmalay Rabbah, that's not a good comparison. You forgot what the essential halacha is. The essential halacha, now we look in the background, is that any creditor really only takes from inferior land. Where do we see this from? It's like Ula said. When it talks about collection, it says, right? You don't go harass your debtor to give you the money. The Torah says, you should stand outside. And the person that, that you're collecting from, it says, right? He takes it out, brings it out to you. That's the Torah telling you general law about the way you make a collection. You stand outside, you wait for him to bring it out. If a person is bringing out something as collateral, what do you think he's going to bring out? He doesn't bring out his best things, right? Unless you're applying pressure on him. Say, oh, go get me a collateral. What's he going to bring out? Probably the in, in inferior quality. So what do I see? I see that in the Mahalach of a creditor collecting, the Torah was sympathetic towards the lovet, towards the borrower. And uh, he's always going to he's always going to bring out the inferior stuff, and that's good enough. So, so too, when he's collecting from land, we assume that the collection is made from inferior land. So, where did the rabbis get that the creditor can collect from average land? Why is he upgraded? It was a new on that we don't slam the door in the face of borrowers. Meaning, you have to encourage the lending system. If you lend, you can only collect if the loan defaults from the inferior stuff, so people are going to be reluctant to lend. They're from a Durabanon. 
they, they, they upgraded and they said that he could collect from Benunis. So therefore, now we can understand, so if it gets doubt that they're collecting from Yisomim, it's not such a big novelty that the creditor could only collect from Zibur. Because what the Rabbanon are saying is just saying, here we're not going to change the Torah law. My Torah law is always Zibur. So from the Yisomim, we're back to the Torah law. Very good. That's the way you can understand the Takana that a Balchov collects from his Yiburs. But here, in our case, if the lender stipulated that he's going to collect from the superior land, so that means here, by Torah law, by the letter of the law, he should be collecting from, from Idis. So keeping them in the rise of Idis, I feel me as you Idis. So then even if you end up being collecting from the Yisomim, maybe you can collect from Idis. So let's understand what we're arguing about. We know that Zalacha, when you're collecting from Yisomim, you collect from Zibur's. Pity on the Yisomim. We'll learn more about why we have pity on that. What if the terms of, of, the stipulate, of, the, of the loan were stipulated explicitly that this loan is to be collected from Edis? Is it still the halacha from, from, from Yisum you only collect from Ziburis or no? In this case, you collect from Edis. So the Gemara attempted to say, well, normally you collect from Ben so but from Yisum you go down to Ziburis. So two years. Says the Gemara, no, there by the letter of the law, it always would have been Ziburis. It's all Durabana to upgrade Balchob Benonis. Here by the letter of the law, it should be Edis. That it goes down to uh, Ziburis. So that's the dispute that they're having. Says the Gemara Rava, is that really true? About Avram Chazal, Avram Chazal said, "And a price from some of the Nuzibures, you only collect from orphans' property except from inferior land." Afilu Nizakin, even if they are Nizakin. So what does that mean? Even if they are Nizakin, Pashtas, it means that if the orphan's father did damage, so now he owes them money for his damage, and Nizakin is normally collected from Idis. Still, if I'm collecting from the Yisom and the father died, the Mazik died, and it goes to Yisom, you collect from Ziburis. So Nizakin, Dino Darais of Idis, right? We know that Nizakin are Darais from Idis. And yet, when it goes to Yisom, it gets downgraded. So you see that even if something that's Me'ikarat, then that's supposed to be from Idis, but if it goes to Yisom, you collect from Ziburis. So do a loan document that stipulates that we're going to collect from Idis, but if it goes down to the to Yarshim, then you only collect from Ziburis. Says the Gemara, no, Achamai, what are you dealing with? Conscious Idis, and this is Ziburis, the Mazik. The case was, like the case we learned, where the superior land of the nizik of the damaged part, uh, party was equal in the quality to the inferior land of the mazik of the damager. So now when the damager is paying, remember what was Rabbi Shmuel's opinion there? When it says in the Torah you have to pay back from the best, it means from the best from the perspective of the nizik. So if my ziburis is equal to your idis, I only have to pay you for my ziburis. They take it all. I'm taking rabbanon with the mazik. Remember, it was only to benefit the society to deter any people from doing hezik. Rabbanon said, "No, you always collect from the mazik's best, even if it's way beyond the nizik's best." However, Ragavi asked me if he came back to the Yisoma, Rabbanu Darai, so they established it according to the Darai, so which is that the Mazik only has to pay from his Iburis if it's equal to the Nizik's, it is. So we still don't know. We still don't know. Something that's Me'ikir Hadin to collect from Idis. How do we know if it gets to the Yisomim that you only collect from Ziburis? We don't know that that's true necessarily. It could be we're only sympathetic where the Din is Me'ikir Hadin without any Takana Darabanans to collecting from Ziburis. So the Gemara says, Ini, is this really true? Again, you can collect from Idis. If there was a stipulation, um, if there was such a stipulation, maybe not. It's always from Ziburis. It's very cryptic price. It says, even if they are superior. You only collect from inferior lands, even if they are superior. What does that mean? My feeling with idiots. Lav must mean I forgot the exhibit. This even though the star said collect from idiots, when you collect from the Yarshim, you only collect from Ziburis. So it's against Rava. Says the Gemara, low. My idish apay idis. But when it says superior land here, it means superior land that moved away. What does that mean? So Rashi learns pshat. Apay idis means 
that it became lost. Let's say it got destroyed. In other words, you made a stipulation that this loan is going to be collected from the superior land. And this guy had one piece of land, which was like super superior. And therefore, the das was to collect specifically from that amazing land. That land, since the loan was given, got destroyed, uh, flooded or something. Now the halacha is you don't collect now from the next best property. The whole stipulation is off. The stipulation was we're going to collect from that amazing superior land. If Shapoy Idis, if that superior land is gone, then you're back to regular. And you're back to regular. Once you're back to regular, then 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 it makes sense. Then we should collect from from this Yibudis. Okay, the Rav like Rav said, the Rav his Yibudis are first and damaged inferior land. So this is Nizak, Govim and Idis, right? The damaged property party always collects from the superior land, right? Nizakin is always collected from Idis. Shapoy Idis, but if, let's say you damage occurred. If, if after the damage occurred, then the most amazing superior land moved away, right? So it got destroyed. So what's Allah government? Then you only get Benoist. Fascinating Allah. You don't say you go to the next best land. Once at the time of the Hezek, it was, it was, it was due the, from the Idis. And then something happened to the Idis, which makes it uncollectible. You don't go to the next best land. You go now only to the Benoist. So to here, just as we're saying over there, that the Nizik loses his right to collect from the other superior lands once the most superior land became uncollectible. So to here, we're going to say the same thing. If the creditor stipulated that I'm going to collect from the most superior land, but then the superior land left away, went away. So now, Meikaradini goes back down to the, uh, to the Ziburis. And Avagabi asks me, Adarai. So, okay, very good. So we don't come out conclusively. Fascinating question. With this halacha that you collect from Yisoyimim, from Ziburis, what is the din if there was specific stipulation that it should be, the loan should be collected from Edith, or in the case of Damages, what would be the halach of damages? What would you collect from the Yisrael? Those questions really become left unresolved in the Gemara. Now we get into the Iker Takana. Ain't from which you some of them Ziburis. When you collect them from Yisrael, only from inferior land. Are we talking about only minors or even if they're adults? Is it Pshat Asmi? We're trying to be nice to them. What do we mean nice? See, little kids have a hard time selling property. So in general, in life, you don't want to sell your best stuff, you want to sell your weaker stuff. So therefore, it makes better. It's more advantageous to say that the collection should always be from their inferior stuff, so then they won't ever haggle with selling, with, selling, uh, with selling inferior stuff, which isn't easy. And then their more quality stuff they'll be able to retain. It's either easier to sell or they won't sell. Whereas if you say that you collect from their better stuff, so then they have the inferior stuff, which they'll probably try to sell at some point. It's very hard for little kids to arrange a sale. So is it a takana? And therefore, it only makes sense. Like, it's only for kids, not for adults. It's a, it's a takana to make it easier to sell their properties. That's only for kids, not for adults. Odom, and that's why, you collect, that's why you collect from the inferior land, but that only applies to orphans who are young. They don't really know, doesn't, it, 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 meaning the lender, when he lent money, he wasn't thinking. He was never thinking about the possibility that Barbara would die and that the property would not be inherited by orphans. He would never think of closing the door because of that. Meaning, what's the whole reason why a creditor collects from Benonis so that we won't close the door in front of the borrower? To encourage lending, we have to upgrade his collection. But that's fine if he's collecting from him and the possibility that he gets something weak if the guy died and he's collecting from the orphans, that's an anomaly to the guy. He never thought about that. So if that ended up happening, he won't feel he was burned by the system. So, and therefore, we don't need to allow him to collect a bitterness. So therefore, even if the orphans are adults, the same Allah should be there, you only collect from Zibur. So Mar says, It's even adults. 
and not even necessary to say if it's kids. We see even adults, you only collect from Zibur. Says the Gemara, what do you know? But who's, well, who, how do you know what that price was talking about? Maybe that's talking about a different halacha. The halacha is when you collect from Yisomim, you have to swear first, even if you have a document. Why? Because they don't know all the affairs of their parents. They don't know how to defend themselves properly. So even if you have a document that the money's owed to, you have to swear. Maybe the price was saying, that's true even if you're collecting from adults. The God of Emilia because adult is like a minor regarding his father's affairs. Meaning even if you're an adult orphan, you don't know your father's affairs well. So therefore, the, the, the creditor always has to swear. is regarding the R issue, what great quality you collect from, about collecting from inferior land, low. It doesn't apply that the debt is taken from Ziburis of the adult orphan. Maybe if it's an adult orphan, you collect from Bainanis. Says the Mark, but what's the Allah of the Hilfasal? You saw him from Tanim, Bain the Shuva and the Ziburis. Both for the issue of taking a Shuva and the issue of collecting from Ziburis, it's true even for adults. So that's the Maskan of the Gemara. The reason why is because the system does not require, that's the point, the system does not require collecting from Bainanis when you're collecting from orphans because. It's an anomaly. It didn't go through his head. Oh, what's going to be? And therefore, even if it happened, he, it's not viewed as getting burned by the system. Then the Mishnah said in front of me, What's the halacha? You only collect from Nechaz Mishubad. What are Nechaz Mishubad? Properties that were sold that had a lien on them, right? In other words, the debt was there. You sold. That's Mishubad. There's a lien. So you can collect from there. But only if the debtor doesn't have anything. If the debtor has other lands, you always collect from there. And even if it's the wrong type, right? Meaning, let's say you're Baalchov. And the debtor only has a Ziburis. His Benonis, he sold to somebody else. You can't go to the person who has the Benonis and collect. Even though your are Ikerdin is Benonis. That's all when you choose between lands that the debtor has. But if the debtor has Ziburis and the Meshubadim are, the, what he sold to somebody else, is Benonis, you're stuck only with the Benechor and with the free stuff. What's Allah if it was a gift? Let's say he gave away the Benonis. He didn't sell it. It's not that he sold it to someone, but rather he gave it away as a gift. So the, the debtor only has, let's say, Ziburis, but he gave his Bainanis away as a gift. Could the collector, could the creditor now come along and collect the Bainanis from the receiver of the gift or not? What's the Svara? Maybe the whole thing that you have to collect from the inferior land that's unsold first is a Takarmishum Seilukuko so that the purchasers don't lose money. Meaning, that we feel very bad for someone who bought a field and then gets taken away, gets seized because there was a lien. We feel bad for that guy. So we only say that it should be taken away if. The, the, the debtor had nothing else to collect from. Is that the pshat? And Abu Matana, in the case where it was given as a gift, the Lake of it's not a loss. The receiver just got it a free gift. So it's not a loss to him if it gets seized. So therefore, low, maybe, maybe um, we don't require the creditor to collect, to, to collect from the debtor the land that's not really good. Rather, we would say you're allowed to go to the receiver of the gift who has your bainerness and uh, take the bainerness. Even this is a very important point about gifts. People don't give gifts for no reason. Right? There's no such thing as giving a gift for no reason. There's always a reason you give a gift. There's, some, there's something here. He must have done something, some favor, some pleasure, something that the recipient of the gift must have done for the debtor. So, so, so or else he wouldn't have gotten the gift. It is a loss. Because obviously I did something which warranted the gift. So if it warranted the gift and then the gift gets taken away, then it is a loss. Fascinating shayla. Someone gave you a gift and gets taken away. Is that viewed in philosophy as a loss? That's the suffix. So on the second side, it is viewed as a loss. And the same takana drabana would apply. Don't take it away from the guy who got the gift because that would be a loss to him. It's not fair. We only collect from the chazim shubadim when there's nothing else to collect from from the debtor. That's the sudden of the gemara. So the gemara says, "I'm laying my mikshish bread." The rabashi touched my. Let's bring proof in the price. The price says talking about a shchit mirah, very serious. 
very sick person, he's about to die, and he's giving out instructions from his deathbed. He says, Give 200 to Ruvain, 300 to Shimon, 400 to Levi. So the question is, what if he doesn't have enough in his bank account to cover all these instructions? So maybe you say, whoever came first in the document comes first, meaning they wrote it up in a document. So Ruvain has to get 200, right, before, before Shimon gets one penny. You don't say that. He said, Ruben should get 200, Shimon should get 300, Levi gets 400. So you don't say, because I mentioned Ruben before Shimon, that it means Ruben's 200 has to be completely covered before Levi gets 300. And Shimon's 300 has to be covered before Levi gets a penny. You don't say that. You don't say that he meant it specific in that order. He was just listing out things in his mind. Anyway, so just to clarify, so what would you do if there's not enough money to, to, to cover all of it, right? 200 plus 300 plus 400 is what? 900, right? So let's say he didn't have 900. He didn't have 900 to cover all these gifts. He only had, I don't know, 450. He only had half of that. So what do you do? So you would split it proportionally. The guy who's supposed to get the 200 out of the 900 should get 100 out of the 450. Math, good? All right, so on and so forth. Okay, so that, that's the idea. Now, the point is, you don't say the other time, hey, I said Ruvain first. That means Ruvain's 200 should be completely covered. At least you get 200. And if it's only 450... And then the remaining 250 would go to Shimon and Levi gets nothing. You don't say that. You say they're just all one big thing together and therefore it's split proportionally. Let's say after he gives it, there's a Shtarchov, there's a creditor who comes to collect from the estate. He could collect from all the recipients. So it sounds like the idea is that all these properties, right, their, their value, there was, a, there was a lien on them. It's discovered. A creditor shows up, so they have to pay. So all of them are obligated to pay. All of them have to pay because none of them came before the other. In other words, if one of them would come before the other, so then you would say, well, that only the last guy has to pay because everyone else can say, at the time that my gift came to me, there was still free land. So the, the lien was only on that one. Only the last guy would have to pay. But since we're not saying that there's an order, it's all together, so they all equally have to pay. Avil, avil, however, im, amar, if the sick person said, to Laploni, give 200 to Ruvain. Laploni, and after that, give, 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 give to Shimon. Laploni, and afterwards, give to Levi. Here he specifically said afterwards. So then, I'm calling Whoever's first in the document acquires his share before those people listed after him. So Ruvain's going to acquire the 200 first. Only afterwards will Shimon acquire the next property. So now that we're saying that, so first of all, that's very important. If there would only be 450, like half of it, we're going to say Reuven must get his full 200 first before anyone, before anyone moves it. If a creditor comes to collect, when he collects from the last guy, what's the lumdus again he collects from the last guy? Because the first guy's collected, they could say, we collected first. There was still something free to, for you, Mr. Creditor, to collect from. So therefore, your lien is like you're on that. So therefore, you collect from that one. And if the last one doesn't have enough in his field to, to pay off the whole debt, you collect from the one before. And low, if the second one didn't have enough, then eventually you can go even from the first guy. So what do we see over here? Now we get to our proof. Imagine a case where the first one collected an average land and the, and, and, and the last one collected inferior land. What are we still going to say in the last case where there was in, in order? So Mizibur's Gavi, the creditor is only going to collect from the last one, from the inferior land. He's not going to collect from the average land. What's the shot? Because the guy who collects the average land says, hey, look, I came first. I got my gift. At that time, there was still free property that uh, hadn't been collected from. That was Zibur's. So that's your din. I normally collect from Benonis, but you don't collect from Bnei Chorin. 
um, you don't collect from from Mishubadim where there's still B'nai Choron. At the time that I made my collection, there was still the B'nai Choron. So the Iker Shibud was only on the B'nai Choron. Shmami Na, and here's the key, is this a, this is not a, um, a, a, a sale. This is a gift. He was giving out gifts. So we see the Rabbana made the Takana even by gifts. Even if it's a case of gifts, Rabbana made the Takana, the creditor has to collect from Ziburis before going to the, the receiver of the gift. Says the Gemara, you know what we're dealing with? This sick person, he wasn't giving out gifts from his deathbed. He was paying back people who he owed money to. So we're actually talking about a creditor. So, so it was distributed amongst his creditors. So we don't know if it applies to gifts. If it was given out to creditors, then it would be a loss, right? They're getting paid back for something that they loan. So that is a loss. So they're about to be make the takana. Again, we want to know if we make the takana. That you're not going to be if there are b'nei chorin, only in cases where there's a loss to the person that you're collecting from, who has the mishubadim, like a customer or a credit, like a purchaser or a creditor. We want to know about a gift. We're saying this wasn't a gift. This is where creditors collecting. The sick man says, give. He meant to give it as payment, right? Give doesn't mean it's not, it's a gift. Give means give as payment. Says if, the, if it, there are creditors, let's see who lent money first. Meaning it shouldn't be about who he said to pay back first. It should be about who was owed money first, who had the lien first. Right? Very interesting point The Gemara is saying. He said, give it to Reuben, give it to Shimon, give it to Lady. That's not the point. The point should be whose debt came first, not who he decided arbitrarily to give the money to. There's no document. Nothing was recorded. So therefore, they're just the creditors are collecting in order whatever the will said. Says the Gemara, it said whoever comes first in the document. It sounds like there is some sort of document of Chavos. It means the document of instruction, meaning from the, the document that's being recorded of the instructions of this sick person. So the creditors didn't have any documents to substantiate their claims. They're just coming and he's paying them back right before his death. And then they wrote up in a document what the instructions of the of the. Of the of the Shriv Merah were, and in that case, there certainly will be a loss to these creditors when the land is taken away from them from a pre-existing creditor. And that's why here, certainly, the Takana applies not to collect from Shubatim if there are B'nai Chorin, and that's the scenario where um, he said give to Reuven, and only afterwards give to Shimon, and only afterwards give to Levi, then we collect from Levi before Reuven and Shimon, even if Levi has the Ziburis instead of the Benunis. But in the case of Matana, we don't know. In the case of Matana, maybe there's no Takana. All right, says the Gemara, really, we could say we're talking about gifts, right? We're not talking about him paying back his creditors, but he's giving out gifts. But Lokash, it's not, a, it's not a question. Even if the Takana doesn't apply to gifts, we could still understand the Braisa. Why? Because why government Achron? What does it mean when it says the creditor collects on the last one? In Nifsad El Achron. It only means that that guy, it means that only him will lose. So, in other words, what are we trying to say? Uh, the creditor could collect Taka Benonis from the guy listed last, instead of collecting uh, the Ziburis from, from the, no, I'm sorry, the, the, the creditor, I didn't say it wrong, the creditor could collect Benonis from the guy who was listed first. Hitaka could take Benonis, because since they're all gifts, then, then there's no Takana that you don't collect from B'nei Chorin, that you always collect from the B'nei Chorin. There is no such Takana, it's only a Matana. So if, let's say, Ruvain has the Benonis, and Shimon and Levi has the Ziburis, you will take from Ruvain. You will take from Reuven. You talk a will. However, what's going to happen? Reuven's going to go now and rightfully be able to claim from Shimon and Levi that everything should be redistributed because my gift came first and my thing was, my, my, my land that I got had a lien on it that was taken away and therefore I'm entitled that we should redivide. So that's what we mean, if anyone's going to ultimately end up losing, it's only going to be the last guy because even if the first guy's bainonis gets taken away, but now he's going to go and tie in again Shimon and Levi and they're going to redivide. And if there's not enough to redivide, who's going to end up losing? 
the last guys. Because remember, the first guy's got priority in the last case. So even if it's taka true that his land gets taken away because it was the right thing for the creditor, but Lamaisa, at the end of the day, he's not going to lose. At the end of the day, he's not going to lose because it will, um, because it will get redistributed. Okay. Says the more if you buy, if you buy same, another answer to Shavakula Adaldi, we could say that the case is that they're all equal to each other. There wasn't one Bainonis and one Ziburis that now we say, oh, I should go to Ruvain even though he came first because he had my Bainonis. They were all equal. They were all equal land, equal quality land. They were all Bainonis, they were all Ziburis, whatever it was. So therefore, there's no din, Bechlau, for him to go to the Bene Choran ahead, ahead of the Mishubadim. The whole din of Bene Choran and Mishubadim, the whole debate, is that, oh, I want to go to the Mishubadim first because that's where my Iker Gvia is. That's my Iker land, as opposed to going to the, um, as opposed to going to the Bnei Choran, which aren't my Iker Din. But in a case where, in a case where, where they're all equal, then it's Taka Pasha that you go to the Bnei Choran. So in conclusion, the Gemara, there, the Mishnah said halacha. You're not Govev from Bnei Choran, from Mishubadim if there are Bnei Choran. Even if the Bnei Choran are Ziburits and the Mishubadim are where you really your halacha are, the creditor is supposed to get paid on this, still you have to collect from the inferior stuff that are free. The question the Gemara goes discussed, which goes unresolved, is whether or not this applies if the Mishubadim were given away as a gift. Perhaps the Takana was only to protect those who, who are going to lose, and a recipient of a gift is not viewed as someone who would be losing. Okay, we'll stop here.